like dedicating my career to study why Brazilian clubs needed to be associations and yeah. why could we not we could we change this and how could we change this situation right so from now i will work with something that i had been studying for 20 years mm. so i'm very prepared and i'm very excited to work with this issue and not just for me but Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Francisco Mansour. And Francisco, first of all, thanks for taking the time. How's everything going in, in Brazil these days? Uh, thank you, Sports Global. Thank you, Oli. Uh, I'm very happy to be with you and with everybody that is listening and watching us. Thanks for having me. Brazil, nowadays, we are so close to our general election. Yeah, <laughs> so we are very excited uh, discussing our troubles. Right, we are in a turbulent moment right now. I can say it for you. <laughs> I can't imagine. Ho hopefully, you know, just the sports, the football, you know, scenery helps things balance it, balance it out. And I know, of course, you Brazilians are a, a big football is a big part of your life, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that it will always be a big part of your life, and I, I think it's just perfect way to kind of start, uh, Francesco. Why don't you Why don't you talk a bit about you know your story going into the sport industry? How it all, how, how did it all start for you? You know that passion for for sports, and I guess you know football uh, and and tying both law and, and and football and sports all together. Ori, you you said something very very important, and and you are completely right. The football is a part, uh, a part, too much important in Brazilian life. You imagine nowadays we have the elections, and two months, two months after the elections, we will have the World Cup. Oh yeah, yeah. So these two feelings are so mixed, and yeah. in our minds, uh, in in the earlier times, uh, we had always the World Cup in July something right. like that, June or July, and just after the elections. And this year, specifically this year, we will have the, the elections first right. and after the World Cup. So right. uh, there is a mix of emotions. So my name is Jose Francisco Mansur. I'm a lawyer. I was graduated in two uh, and 1998 of the last century. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, since the very beginning, since I, I I was interested in developing this issue that we call in Brazil law, uh, law and sports, or yeah. sports and law. Yeah. Um, so when I was graduating myself in 1998. It was addicted the first Brazilian general law of sports that are in, uh, uh, into force until now. The lay uh, 96150 from 98. Right, right. Uh, and so when I, I saw the law turn into force, I decided myself that I would be a specialized in sports law. Mm. And this law had an article that obliged the clubs that even the very start of them in the 
the beginning of the 20th century was created as associations, right? they would be obliged to be uh, companies in a term of two years. Mm. So I think with myself, if the clubs will become companies, ball clubs, impacted the, the, devel the development of the Brazilian football as an economic sector. Right. Besides the very huge importance of the football in social life and the culture of the country. Hmm. So there are some something like 20 years that I, that I, I'm thinking about why our clubs are still associations if the economic issues are so important and much more important year after year. Right. Consider that the associations are a, a, a kind of organization that don't have economic proposals. It's how associations are defined in our law. Mm. What I, I must say to you right now is that this uh, obligation was never put in, in terms, uh, the clubs was never obliged to be companies in the real life. They right. discussed this obligation in justice. And until now, most part of our clubs are still associations. Hmm. So I developed a career in, in sports law. I am a professional since I, the very beginning. I was involved into the a political of a club in a club association, São Paulo Futebol Club. Right. I knew the both sides the professional sides and the, the voluntary sides si yeah. side of this question. Yeah. Uh, in 2015, I decided with a, a colleague that was very important in this, this process, Rodrigo Monteiro de Castros, mm -hmm. that we would propose a law that was not obliged the clubs to become companies, but it will create a scenario to stimulate this transformation. Right. It was the lay of the SAF, SAF, mm -hmm. the Brazilian Companies Football Law. Yeah, yeah. In 2019, this law into force after passing by unanimous for the Senate of Brazil and the, right. the Congress, the National Congress. Yeah. And since uh, August 2021, Brazilian has a law, the SAF's law, that is trying to stimulate clubs to adopt by themselves the organization by companies. Mm. We have already something about 30 clubs that became SAFs. Nice. And more than 100 that are discussing in his, in, in theirs internal uh, internal forums. Right the possibility to become SAFs. Yeah. So my career is totally structured uh, into uh, around this issue that uh, is regarding why Brazilian clubs are still associations, why could we not propose a new kind of organization mm -hmm. and how this organization by associations is uh, becoming a, a kind of obstacle to develop economically, to develop... Uh, so, football as a, a segment of marketing, considering mm. that we are five-time champions of the world. Right. We uh, created in Brazil some of the 
most important players of the history of the game yeah. and why our clubs receives incomes uh, so uh, smaller that the, the revenues that the European clubs receives. Yeah. Why there is this gap mm -hmm. uh, between our capacity to retain our talents here in Brazil, right. why they, come, they go to Europe so early uh, without making a career in our clubs or create a, a link between the, the players, the club, among the players, the club, and the fans, and they go early to Europe, uh, why our, the level of our games are being worst in comparison with the Premier League, the uh, League One, the Spanish League, or the Calcio. Yeah. Uh, if we produce good players here, why, if you have a, a, a market share of 150 million of fans that declare themselves football fans, right? Why can we not transform this in money to our clubs? Yeah. In my opinion, the answer for all these questions is it's because we are organized, the clubs are organized as associations, right? So, I really believe that changing the structure for companies we will be able to receive more money to retain retain the best players yeah. to improving better governance uh, 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 models of organization uh, compliance governance uh, ESG everything we need to develop to improve our football and put in the level that they would uh, they could be but it's, it's still not a reality yeah no, and it's a it's a big question you know that you raises and of course a very impactful one one too as well for for the brazilian you know football industry and uh, for the league and as you talked about like uh you know the, the the potential revenue impact and income impact it has has on the clubs and obviously after the implementation of this law what have been, I guess, some of the results or or early answers that that you and the and the clubs have seen by transitioning into this SAF model? What have been kind of the impact so far? First of all, we discovered that there were a lot of investors from abroad mm. that would like to invest in Brazilian football mm. and was not doing that until now. Right. Because there was not a law that made uh, enable to make this this investment safe. Yeah. Uh, if you are, you consider that in Brazilian law, we had have just nine articles to regulate the associations. We have no responsibility for the the the, the board, for the administrations, for. Uh, the, the financial the financial management of the club nowadays right with we uh, considering the clubs as associations when we we create a new law that stimulate the clubs to become companies we have something about 170 articles to managing yep. the the management of the club you know mm -hmm. so what we are discovering right now that 
there were some a guy like John Texter, an American investor that has several clubs, NFL clubs, clubs in Premier League that came here to Brazil and buy a participation in Botafogo, a very right. traditional Brazilian club. Yeah. Why he didn't this before? Because before he was not safe to do that. Right. Now he's feeling safe. Yeah. And after that, Ronaldo, one of our biggest players of all time, with a group of, of investors you know, that came from Spain by participation in another club. And now, just today, we are talking about the possibility, media are saying that, of the owner of Paris Saint-Germain mm. buying a participation in the club, in, in, into the Brazilian club that has more fans, Flamengo. Mm. So right. the first impact and very important fact is yes, there were people interested in investing money in Brazilian football yeah. that was not safe to do that. And now they are feeling safe to come yeah. to come to Brazil and put money in our football. Yeah. It's a huge, huge impact. Right. Money get into, getting into money that was not into Brazilian football that are nowadays coming to Brazilian football. Yeah. In second place, the, the organization by companies obliges you to adopt some uh, perspective of compliance and governance right. in the management of the clubs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you know, but nowadays the, 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 the board of the club were elected in political process. Was, I, I used to say was something like something like the election for a, a major of a medium city. Yeah. He has to do promises to, he has to distribute uh, functions for people that has political relevance, but not necessarily relevance as managers or skills mm -hmm. as managers. Interesting. But they are good in politics. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes uh, the Brazilian clubs, in my point of view, stay always behind in right. terms of organization if we compare with European clubs yeah. and nowadays with Asian clubs or the clubs of MLS in the United States. Yeah. We are becoming behind and behind. Right. So the first impact, the most important impact is new money come for new investors that are, that now are feeling safe to invest in Brazil. And the second is changing the way to managing clubs. When right. you adopted the the company structure, yeah, no, it makes 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 total sense. And I mean, like again, creating that uh, safe environment, right, for potential investors, for sponsors, like it, creating a lot of different uh, structures that has to be in place, obviously, with the, with this change that creates more opportunities. And as sure. you were saying, not like staying. As, uh, trying to stay ahead of the game, you know, more than behind it, you know, which which is key if you got to yeah. retain the players, and then of course, you know, get get the most benefit of them with a future transaction or or what that might be, what that might be as well. And uh, I, I wanted to obviously talk a little bit about your uh, because you also been you know the VP of Communication Marketing at Sao Paulo Football yeah. and. Talk a little about like some key lessons from from your sports law world that you utilize in your role there, and I guess that gave you the insights about you know 
what's going on inside of the club and then the clubs in in brazil let me tell you something about my experience as i said as i was working in a very big law firm when i decided to create a group of sports law yep. in there um after that i came and create my own law sports office with my partners when we started we came to sao paulo football club presenting ourselves as ourselves as a law firm and started to work then and we worked then in everything regarding to the club administration for 10 years mm. and the part the part of the job that i did at that time yeah was char uh, taking care of the marketing issues mm. marketing contracts uh, uh, and uh, institutional issues like relationship with the government with the media at all so when i was invited to take place in a volunteer position into the club i choose not be the 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 law director yeah i feel that i needed a new experience out of my box right right so i asked the president and that's how it is in in, in association in clubs association yeah. to be uh into the marketing and communication directory you know yeah so i became the vice president of marketing and communication because it was a a, a field that i had already played as lawyer yeah, yeah 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 but i knew i'm i tried to be not so stupid i knew uh, that i i needed a special a professional specialized in that that field uh, in that issues so i had a a very good team of marketing, a very good team of communication. And I was just in charge of make their relationships between the counselors, the president, the board, and all. For me, it was a, a, a experience very important and very rich because I, I may say nowadays, I, I'm not just a professional, I'm not just a theoretical yeah. that created the law Right. Without leaving, they had lived it yet, uh, before the real experience to be in a in a club. Right. No, exactly. To knew the problems of the the associate the associative model of organization. I yeah. know them. I know how the political impacts and and sometimes make more difficult the management of the club day by day. Yeah. So when I created, uh, wrote it with Rodrigo, the, the company's uh, law, the football company's law, I could have a speech to the stakeholders, to all the people around the football, politicals, uh, uh, dirigents, uh, fans. Hey, guy, I know how it is in your side of the table. Yeah. I know how it is. And after that, when I came out of Sao Paulo, I feel that was much more prepared to propose something to the Brazilian football. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud to uh, had made this act of courage right. or something. How, who are you, guy, 
I, I, I ask it myself in the mirror. Yeah. Who are you to propose a law? You right. are not a deputy. You are not a senator. Yeah. And I, I will try. I will try to convince people. Right. And the, the way that we convinced people, the conv we convinced the, not the, the National Congress, but media, fans, and everybody that is nowadays talking about SAF, 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 mm -hmm. SAF is important, discussing SAF, is something that makes me very proud of myself. Yeah. Okay. modestly talking but very proud of myself yeah. because we can we could put we never imagined that it would become a law yeah never but it became yeah and we we never uh, believed that in one year we could we would have more than one or two clubs interesting discussion this issue we, we have something like more than 100 nowadays right Right, that's crazy. So uh, it's a career uh, constructed in this way. The work with sports, not not on football. I work for the uh, basketball national league, uh, skate. Uh, I work for players. I work. I work for representatives. I work for uh, leagues, federations, confederations, clubs. Yeah and stakeholders in, in general, uh, partners, uh, uh, marketing enterprise, interest in investing in sports at all. But the, nowadays, the, the part of my job that make me, makes me more proud is uh, this construction of a new model of organization for Brazilians, Brazilian football. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's uh, really incredible. And congratulations, you know, for 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 the implementation of this and i'm sure it was a been been a challenging journey as well kind of convincing a, a lot of people of course you've been on both sides of the table as you were talking about but but it, it's something new right and people are always a bit you know skeptic when when there's something new that are trying to change how things always have have been you know in the and only see like it works i was Vice President of Marketing and Communication in Sao Paulo Football Club. So I created a relationship with the media, right. with the journalists. Yeah. When I came again some years later and said, hi, it's me again. But now I am not talking about Sao Paulo. I would like to show you a proposal of a new law. Right. They knew who was yeah. talking. Right. They knew my face. Yep. And they were, they were open to listen. To right. agree or not agree, but it's open to listen. Right. So everything you construct in your life, are create uh, you do creating links mm. with new situations that will come in your life after, right. and you yeah. you must show you must use these links to uh, construct every new moment of your career. Right. I feel that the the life works like that. Yeah. Well, it, it it does, and it's 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 a very important you know part of that uh, you know the early work that you do right, and putting yourself in a position wherever it takes you, you know you're you have those links, and you you know take care of those those, those links. And I, I wanted to I wanted to um, talk a little bit about you know because you you also been working with a, a lot of sports law cases, and 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 you touch. A little bit upon it already, and some of the, the the regulations and laws that you've been in, you you've been implementing. But 
it would be great if you could talk about, uh, you know, one of your most challenging sports law cases and, and why was this such a challenging case? It can be, you know, obviously something new. It can be something, you know, in the past, uh, just, just to kind of like bring up a case that, that was very challenging in a sense, perhaps for, for you, for, for the industry. Uh, you can angle it a little bit how you want, but uh, I think it's a good scenario to bring up. Holy. Imagine yourself being into a very popular club as São Paulo Football Club during the time of 10 years working in day-by-day -day issues every day. Yeah, It's very challenging. Because if the team won on Sunday, yeah. your next week will be in one way. Yeah, If the team lost, it will be another way. Right. And the problems are always happening every day yeah i consider that stay working for 10 for almost 10 years for sao paulo football clubs was the most challenging hmm. uh, uh, issue that i had in my career but i had some interesting case before right. uh, i had worked uh, into the negotiation of the buying of the Television rights for the World Cups of 2006, 2010. Wow. Um, it was very challenging because it involved a lot of uh, very huge con uh, amount of money in, mm. in a very strategic issue. Can you imagine what happens in Brazil if the World Cup was not transmitted? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. would be a revolution in <laughs> our country. And nowadays, nowadays, I have I have an issue that I like to to tell. Uh, I was, since the very beginning, in the construction of a model of league, the Basketball Brazilian League. Mm. That is an alternative of this traditional system. And we have an, an international confederation in case right. of Basquete de FIBA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the Brazilian confederation, we, had, we have since 2008 in Brazil. Wow. And I'm, I'm in this case since the very beginning. Uh, Union of clubs that created a league. Right. It's a, a very important change in, in the way to management, the organization of competitions, the sale of the properties, TV rights, and all properties you can imagine. I like too much this case, mm. uh, being part of the Brazilian. I, I like basketball a lot. Nice. I like football a lot. I like sports in general, but the mo the two I like most is football and basketball. Yeah. And I'm since the very starting uh, being the attorney of the Brazilian National Basketball League. Nice. And I like to discuss. So I can put three three examples. One, stay day by day for so many years into uh, uh, the the law issues of a Brazilian very popular club, mm -hmm. São Paulo Football Club, as mm -hmm. Uh, attorney and after as VP of marketing and communication at all. Right. The first was professional. The second was as a volunteer. Yep. Uh, being uh, in this uh, uh, case regarding the the sale of the rights of transmission of the Brazilians of the the World Cup in Brazil. Right. And the third is being part of the Brazilian Basketball National League. Being the lawyer, the attorney, since the very start in 2008, we are going to the uh, uh, 50th edition of the Brazilian National Championship organized by the Brazilian Basketball League. Wow. 
three three Ks for me are yeah. the most important that I had in my career until now. Very, very exciting. And uh, I'm sure you're, you're learning a lot. And there's always, I mean, like, I guess there's some similar cases across the, the, the three different uh, scenarios that, that you brought up. And and then, and I guess, you know, um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to also talk a little bit about uh, your initiatives because you've obviously been very proactive, you know, obviously in the implementation of law, like volunteering with, you know, Sao Paulo Football Club, like, always having kind of like your hands in what's happening in, you know, the industry and the sports law field. And obviously already as a student, you, you took initiative creating a sports law group, uh, you know, being part of a specialization course for sports professionals. Uh, talk a little bit about how these, you know, early initiatives impacted your, you know, career down the road and, and a little bit about why, why, it's so important for, for students, you know, that are coming up now to be proactive, take initiative if they want to have a successful sports career. First of all, I must say you that I very rude sports fan. Yeah. Since I was born. Yeah. So when I decided to become a lawyer, I uh, tried to consult an option to be a lawyer and work with something that I love. Right. I feel that's very important. If you are a student and you love arts, you love music, yeah. there is a issue. There is a, 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 a an issue that you can uh, stay into in cultural issues, in musical issues, in audiovisual issues at all. If you like, um, you are very interested in finance, you can, you, you can, you are able to choose something that work with something that you like. Yep. And, and doing this, you work every day with more motivation. So in 1998, I was working as, a, it was a, 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 I was a student, I was there doing an experience I stage you, like we say here in Brazil. Mm. And uh, I try to, to put myself into something that I really like. That was in my last year of college, it came the general sports law in Brazil. Yeah. And I read that and said, now we have a sports law issue to develop here in this law firm. So what I, I can say to the students that are listening is choose something that you like. <laughs> uh, work, it's not my phrase, but work with something that you love, you will never work one day in your life. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, it is. um, and after, trying to have most and most experience. When I said to you that I had three cases that were very important to me here until now, I'm saying you that the most important cases I will have in the future will be the transformation, the constitution into club associations to SAFs, to companies. Yeah. Because I I I helped to make this law. Right. And now I would like to work with very big clubs. I, I'm seeing very big clubs make this transformation. I work with something about 10 or 15 SAFs nowadays. 
Yeah. In it, it will be the the most important the most important issue issue in my career. Right. To now, from the uh, to the future, from now to the future. And I had studied. I had wrote a lot of articles. I had the the uh, some something like dedicated my career to study why Brazilian clubs needed to be associations and yeah. why could we not we could we change this and how could we change this situation right so from now I will work with something that I had been studying for 20 years mm. so I'm very prepared and I'm very excited to work with this issue and not just for me, but for all colleagues that are nowadays working with SAFs. SAFs yeah. created lots of uh, jobs in Brazil right. for lawyers, yeah. for bankers, for people of contability, yeah. for media specialized. Right. I use it to say that SAF created more jobs, a uh, post of a uh, uh, situ of jobs in Brazil that the two. Uh, even though the government in the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, from now, uh, I believe that what I could say for a student, try to find something that excited you. Try to create something new. Mm. Do your contribution to the new stuff in the, no matter the area you work if you work with tax, if you work with litigation, right? Try to create something new, yeah. And you'll be you'll be very excited to see the change you are helping to do in the scenario of the issue you decided to explore in your career. Absolutely. Well, well, with that, Francisco, I would like to, you know, thank you for, for taking the time, you know, for sharing your insights, your story, and a lot of the interesting cases, of course, with the SAF coming up now in the Brazilian football market. Uh, thank you once again for, for taking the time. And it's been a, been a pleasure having you part of the, part of the podcast. Oh, well, the pleasure was mine. I'm very honored. I always, uh, like to apologize if my English is not so natural as my Portuguese. <laughs> I was. It is not my natural language, and sometimes I I spend some time to between the time I think and I I talk in good. English. But good. it was a pleasure. Uh, I like it a lot to answer your questions, and I hope the the people that are watching us like it too. Uh, and I am at your entire disposal to next talks and whatever you need in Brazil. Uh, you and everybody is watching. We are very pleased to receive you. We will be very pleased to receive you in our country. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, Francisco. And uh, and for those of you that have been tuning all the way at the end, you know, make sure to like the video as well. Subscribe. Uh, you know, so you get weekly tips, weekly tips and insights from people like Francisco sharing insights with you every week, you know, about the industry. And if you haven't, you know, make sure to subscribe and sign up at sportingglobal.com for free for, you know, connect with like-minded people, you know, find relevant content, uh, find relevant job opportunities and, and stay on top of it, you know, so you're always looking for what's coming next into the industry. And, and as you heard from Francisco, you know, sharing 
staying on top, you know, coming up with new things, new things in your field and follow your your passion and what you're what you're most uh, excited about. And Francisco, before we wrap up here, I have one final uh, tradition that that we are doing at the Sporting Global podcast. So I have to I have to teach you a little bit Norwegian before we wrap up. <laughs> that's what we do here so with with every video we do we always finish with vi snakkes which means see you later in norwegian so that's what you have to say vi is snakkest there you go perfect <laughs> <laughs> great job so thank you so much thank you very much all right thank you bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>